Welcome to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We believe that every person has a unique message which can positively impact the world. Now, on this podcast, your host, veteran radio personality Jennifer Longworth, encourages entrepreneurs to share not only their expertise, but their stories and their hearts. You're going to love this show. You're going to hear real stories from real people on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. So let's go. When someone goes to Pinterest, they're not going there just to look at images. They're going there for a reason. And generally, you'll find that whether people are looking to purchase something, to learn something, or to be inspired by something, they're going there actively to find it. This is Jennifer Longworth, and today's thoughtful entrepreneur is Catherine Morehouse. Catherine is dedicated to helping entrepreneurs grow their business using Pinterest. She's the founder of CatherineMorehouse.com and is one of the leading Pinterest experts on Pinterest marketing for business. Catherine has become the go-to expert for helping high-performing entrepreneurs grow their audience and income using Pinterest. As an entrepreneur herself, she understands the ins and outs of marketing and online business, and her passion for Pinterest has led to an expertise in that niche. Catherine is passionate about helping entrepreneurs grow their business through strategic marketing with Pinterest. And when she's not teaching entrepreneurs the secret of Pinterest, she's drinking way too much iced tea and traveling with her husband. Welcome to the show, Catherine. Hi, it's so lovely to be here. Thank you so much. You're a Pinterest expert now, helping people to increase their influence and authority through Pinterest, but that's not where you started as an entrepreneur. So tell me a little bit about your story in business. Yeah, it's been an amazing journey, but also a crazy journey. I'm sure every entrepreneur feels that way about their own journey. But I actually got started just after um, university. I took on a couple of corporate jobs and realized that what I had dreamt it would be, it wasn't actually like that. Now, obviously, you know, it's never like that in anything that you do. But it just wasn't the right fit. And I've grown up in a family of entrepreneurs and I married an entrepreneur. So it was just inevitable that this would eventually become my path because I have always loved doing all sorts of projects and working on different things. And after I left corporate, I went and decided I need a little break to figure out what I want to do. So I became an au pair, so basically like a nanny. And I looked after the two most adorable kids in the world. I absolutely love them. And as I was working with them, my husband was encouraging me to figure out what I should be doing and what kind of business I could start and things like that. He's a graphic designer, to give you some context, and a web developer. So he's very creative. And at that point, I was sewing. And I've also, just to give you background, I studied marketing and business. So I had no idea you could sort of connect the two eventually. I just knew that it would be valuable in anything that I did. And as I was working with the kids, I realized, you know, there were some items I wanted to make them so that we could paint outside and play without getting their clothes messy and, you know, the nice clothes messy and figure out a way to, you know, sort of still let them play in their clothes, but have something protective over it. And so I started making kids clothing and baby clothing. Eventually, I realized that I could actually turn this into a business. And so that was my goal. I was going to start a baby clothing line, um, something that was inspired by what I loved. And I did. So I would sew everything handmade. And I started the business. I did all the social media marketing and everything. You know how it is in startup mode. You do everything yourself. 
And at the same time, because, you know, you get so excited when you start something, I started another thing. I decided I'm going to do a lifestyle blog and I'm going to sell homewares and all sorts of things as well. Not realizing how much work one business actually is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, well, you already bought enough more you can do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that was actually such a great stepping stone because it's taught me so much about starting businesses and about what goes into it. Now, when I start a project, I know that you need that focus on one business. So when I got started with Zoe and Logan, which was the baby coding business, about a year in, I was connecting with other entrepreneurs. And one of the entrepreneurs asked me if I would manage her Facebook group while she was away. So I took over the Facebook group. And when she got back, she um, she said, thank you so much. She obviously trusted me because I was doing it for my own business and I was doing it well. And I had a degree in marketing. So she sort of was like, just take it over, you know, do what you need to and everything. And when she got back, I said, is there anything else I can help you with? It's just a normal sentence that I always ask because I never know where it's going to take me. And right. That was the start of Pinterest and the amazing journey I went on. Just that simple sentence changed everything. <laughs> so she let me know that she was looking for a social media manager. Was I interested in something like that? And I'd never, ever thought of doing online social media marketing. I always thought I would do it corporate. I would do marketing in some kind of corporate sense. So I hadn't connected the two dots yet. And when she spoke about that, I went into research mode and started looking into it and realized that it aligned perfectly with what I loved. It was something that I can do for myself, but I could do it for a business that I fully believe in. And I can do it using skills that I have and things that I love to do. So that's how I got started. And it was really just, I had no website. I had no social media for it, anything. I just dived in. I was like, well, yeah, let's just see how it goes. <laughs> and so one month in, she referred me. And so two months later, I had five clients and so on and so forth. Until six months in, I decided to niche down to purely Pinterest management. And then I sort of took over doing Pinterest management for all my clients instead of doing all the social media channels because I realized as I was doing it, how much I loved Pinterest and what it could do for businesses. And so I decided that was going to be my focus. And ever since then, it's just sort of snowballed again. And I've created a course and a program for business entrepreneurs who want to learn how to do it themselves and all sorts of things. So the journey just continues, <laughs> obviously, and it changes and adapts like crazy. I mean, just one sentence has changed and started a whole new business, which is amazing. So are you still sewing and making clothes or is that just done? No, that is done now. After about a year of doing the social media marketing um, and social media management, I decided that I would stop doing the sewing. There were multiple reasons. It wasn't because I didn't love the business anymore or anything like that. But there's a lot of time that goes into obviously doing the sewing and doing those kind of things. Um, and I know that I love marketing and I know that I love doing things online. So it just felt like it was a better fit for me. And so I had to decide which one was I going to go with? Because again, I realized at that point, one of these businesses needed my full attention to get to the point that I needed to get to. And so I had to remove any distractions. And so, yeah, I ended up closing down Zoe and Logan. And I don't regret it. I still love everything that I've done. And I always chat about it with my husband about how every business that you create, every engagement you have with people, every collaboration is always a stepping stone into something new and something exciting. 
So why did you choose Pinterest and to focus on instead of Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or something else? Why Pinterest? Well, I was doing blog post management for a number of clients and a variety of you know social media and business tasks within. So when I was creating these blog posts or when I was editing the blog posts or anything like that, it took a lot of my time. And I still, I really loved it. But I was doing exactly what business owners are doing, spending time creating content, designing pins, designing Facebook posts, designing captions and everything. And with Pinterest, because it's a search engine, not so much a social media channel, it amplifies your reach, but also not just in terms of the numbers you get, but in terms of the length of time that your content is up. So with Mm -hmm. Pinterest being a channel where you share evergreen content, meaning content that's always going to be up, and you add something today, for example, I add a pin with a specific description that's filled with keywords because, again, it's a search engine, so people are searching for certain keywords. Then I add this pin. Three months down the line, I'm getting click-throughs. Now, I'm probably getting click-throughs straight away depending on my Pinterest profile, but I'm getting click-throughs today. I'm getting click-throughs tomorrow. But in three months, I'm really getting the maximum amount of click-throughs that I was expecting. I'm really getting the traffic now. Six months down the line, it's amplified even more. I'm still getting traffic from this one post. A year later, this post is one of the most clicked posts on my Pinterest profile. And it's sending me the majority of my traffic and my email signups. Two years from now, I'm promoting this pin because it's still leading traffic. It's still a hot topic because blog posts generally don't go out of, I want to say go out of fashion, but they don't really um, have a time limit necessarily on them. A lot of blog posts are written with the concept of this is like, you know, the five tips for productivity and they don't really change. So time isn't a factor, which is so great when you add your content to Pinterest, because not only am I getting clicks today, I'm getting clicks tomorrow, three months, six months, a year, and so on. From one pin that I simply add to a schedule, for example, to repin onto different boards. So again, it's reposting. But it's not having to change captions. It's not having to add a new image or come up with a new way of saying the exact same thing. And I'm still getting traffic. <laughs> exactly. Like you have to do on Instagram and Twitter because they they go so fast and it's like, okay, you got 18 minutes. Uh, we got to do it again, but we can't say the same thing more than once a day. Exactly. And it's and it's so great because when you add this pin, just like a post on Facebook, for example, when you click on it, it's going to take you to the blog post. On Instagram, it, that's not necessarily the case. You can't click on an image to take you to you know the website. So if you add a pin today to Pinterest, that same pin, even if you've repinned it multiple times over different boards and people have shared it across Pinterest and everything, that original pin that you put up there, it's still leading to the same URL. And if someone came to your profile and clicked on that old pin, they would land on the blog post. And it would be maybe a year later, two years later, and you're still getting email signups. So that's one of the main reasons I just realized my content and the effort I was putting into everything was really being leveraged by Pinterest. Let's put it that way. Instead of me having to work to create the content and then continually working to try and get people to engage with it on other social media channels. Because again, social media channels are social, but Pinterest is a search engine. So it's very similar to Google, but it's the visual side. So I always say Pinterest is kind of like Instagram and Google had a baby. (laughs) So you have the search engine of Google and you have the visuals of Instagram. 
and you just have those mesh together so beautifully that your content just it, it continuously helps your business grow. You're continuously getting traffic year after year. And to me, that just felt like it was more worth my time um, in terms of you know doing management, but also for my own business. And so that is ultimately one of the main reasons why I chose that avenue. Now, when I think of Pinterest, the things that first come to mind are like the Pinterest fail memes where people <laughs> try to recreate a craft or a, a design or something and, and totally miss it. So thinking that Pinterest is crafty and cooking and that type of thing and, and sometimes shopping, but you're telling me that it can work for any business, right? I mean, that's not necessarily what I go. I, I'm not a Pinterest person and there's probably other non-Pinterest people listening Google and Instagram have a baby. Okay, I can understand that. As a search engine, okay, I can understand that. But it's still not somewhere I go to mindlessly scroll. It doesn't sound like this is a mindless scrolling platform. No, it isn't, which is actually why it's so beneficial for businesses. Because when someone goes to Pinterest, they're not going there just to look at images. They're going there for a reason. And generally, you'll find that whether people are looking to purchase something, to learn something, or to be inspired by something, they're going there actively to find it. And so what Pinterest is, is it's a search engine where people actively go to look for something specifically to take action on. So they are more likely to purchase your product through Pinterest than, say, for example, Instagram, where they, where they accidentally scroll and they see it. And now maybe that's the first time they're engaging with your business. It wasn't on their mind before, but on Pinterest, they were looking for it. So you think, I don't want to be too salesy on Instagram. I don't want to be like, look, my product, because, you know, people like more of the behind the scenes. What am I doing? Get to know me a little bit more. Look at cats because cats are amazing. Exactly. Now, maybe I can place a product in this, you know, cat video and like tell people they buy this, you know, but with Pinterest, you have people who are actively looking for something. So they're searching for those shoes. They're searching for that product. They're searching for the service or they're searching for the solution. So a lot of people do get mistaken by the fact that Pinterest initially was about recipes and crafts and blogs. It was that way because you used to pin inspiration and ideas, but it's developed beyond that. It now, like I say, with a search engine, you can find almost anything on Pinterest. Think of what you Google what you type into Google, those questions you type in, people are using Pinterest in a very similar way. And the reason they do that is because they're getting a visual result. So when you type something into Google, you know, you're going to get a text-based result. Now you have to scroll and figure out which of these align with what you're actually looking for. And you're just hoping when you see the website address that it's like a legit website. You know? Whereas right. on Pinterest, they're getting visuals. So now they can already see based on how this business designed their image, whether or not it's legit. And so it, it just gives them this better sense of what this product is about. So if someone's searching for shoes, for example, I'm just going to go with like a, a general product, shoes or something. You know, they're searching on Pinterest. It's important to note they're not searching brand-related content. They're not searching Nike shoes or Adidas shoes or anything like that. They're searching for a type of shoe, which means it levels the playing field among all mm. the brands and hmm. they are going to be looking at the pin images to see if any of them suit what they want whether it's a lifestyle image you put up a product image you know the five best shoes for winter i just moved to canada and so this is my first 
winter with snow. I've never experienced winter with snow necessarily. So now I'm like, what shoes do I wear? What clothes do I get? And I go to Pinterest because I know they're going to have a collection of blog posts saying this is the best ski clothing. This is the top 10 shoes to wear in winter. These are your fall outfits. All of those kind of things. And so that's where I go to search for that. And I'm searching for something specifically. Now, to expand beyond that, it's not just, you know, the, the basic clothing crafts recipes. It's how do I market my business? It's social media tips. It's also people searching for how do I clean my teeth properly? How do I floss my teeth properly? What do I do if I've got a magnesium deficiency? All of these things you never thought of. These are pins that businesses have created. So if you're a dentist and you're wanting to get people to your website to either purchase maybe a a workbook or something that's going to help them learn. Maybe you've got a video series. Maybe you just want them to book appointments with you or purchase one of your products that you sell at your dentist's office. All of this, you're leading traffic to your website so that people can see what you have to offer. And the best way to do that is to help answer one of their questions. And oftentimes our first question, well, and let's just be honest, you don't often go to a dentist's office and walk up to the receptionist with like five questions. So how do I do this? And what if I've got this? And what, you know, because you know, you're going to have to uh-huh. pay <laughs> just to have someone look at your teeth <laughs> first and then they right. might answer your question. Same thing I will add to the doctor or to the UTC or something like, hey, I got this thing, you know, and, and Dr. Dr. Google, as we fondly refer to, uh, mindlessly searching, probably not as reliable as perhaps going to Pinterest and asking a question where more legit people perhaps are posting. Maybe, I don't know, Dr. Google, Dr. Pinterest, it's still not the best way to do it. But (laughs) the great thing is that when you start to see pins, some of them you can see immediately are going to lead to sites that are just trying to sell you a certain thing. And some of them you're going to see are going to give you pretty great advice. Now, one of the things I love is that bloggers use Pinterest often. And so whether it's a dentist's office blogging or it's a blogger that is a fashion blogger talking about how they have overcome certain things, you know, or fixed a certain disease or what they did for their teeth or whatever it is to get, you know, these spotless teeth or something like that, they're going to put together a blog post telling you the five best ways to do that. So if you're looking for, um, you know, how to get rid of something, that's a great place to find it. I know it's so weird. And we talk about the weirdest things now <laughs> that you could find on Pinterest. <laughs> but sometimes you have to go to these extremes to see that there's a space for everything. Brand designers, social media managers, product-based businesses in all avenues, dentists, doctors, every psychologists, authors, everything. It really is more than just recipes and your traditional clothing. Although that is definitely there. <laughs> I know on my daughters, I have two teenage daughters and they've used Pinterest to look for prom dresses or hairstyles and then they, they pin things. So I'm like, ah, I got nothing. But now you're inspiring me to actually want to go onto Pinterest and use it for what it's meant for instead of just going, oh my gosh, I don't know what's happening here. I'm overwhelmed and mindlessly scrolling is not getting me anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> that's not the point. <laughs> so what advice do you have for the thoughtful entrepreneur who's listening? Well, one of the things I've learned in business is always to identify what your end goal is with your own business, what you want to achieve in the year. 
And then question what channels you're using in terms of marketing. Every year, come back and question, what am I doing? Because sometimes you'll realize that you took on two new social media channels or marketing channels and you're overwhelmed and you weren't able to perform really well on any of them because you were so, you were stretched so thin. So when it comes to Pinterest, decide if Pinterest is the right platform for you. Don't just use it because maybe I'm telling you about it, you know, um, really identify whether or not it's the best fit for your business and then decide what other channels are good fits for your business. And don't do everything just because there is everything to do because, again, you're not going to perform as well on all the channels when you don't have as much time to focus on it. So uh, my best advice is always to start with one marketing channel and expand from there. Catherine, if people want to connect with you and learn more about what you do and, and how to use Pinterest, what's the best way for them to find you? So you can find me at my website, katherinemorehouse.com. So it's K A T H R Y N. M-O-O-R-H-O-U-S-E. And you can connect with me on the contact page. That will go straight to my email. Um, I've also got all my social channels on my website. So you can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, anywhere. But again, if you have any questions, just use that contact form because it really it comes straight to me. And then um, I'm happy to help answer any questions. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I know I've learned a lot and I'm sure the audience has as well. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. If you are a thoughtful entrepreneur who would like to be a media celebrity and be on our show, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest and attend my next live webinar where I'll reveal how to get more respect from influencers and media so that you can get more sales and traffic. Now, please do us a favor. If you like the guest that was just interviewed, would you share this episode on social media and in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill our mission to help create more media celebrities. Make sure to hit subscribe, binge listen to our previous episodes, and we'll send you the next episode automatically. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Revolution.